I'm Mark V. Smith, author of The Process. And thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today for a new message in a brand new series of The Process. We're in season seven. You know, if you have missed the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series, which was the beginning or the foundation, the perfect storm, where do we go from here? Why not me? Procrastination, the thief of time, and the one we just finished a few weeks back, if I only knew then what I know now. They can all be heard on several streaming outlets, which include Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and many, many others. Please, when you go in this search engine, search for Mark Smith, The Process, to revisit and or to listen to those messages uh, to begin with. Well, let me welcome you to Season 7 of The Process. Before I jump into the debut message today, I always take some time to rally and and, uh, really get back to the outline or the premise behind any series, especially a new series. I work backwards, meaning I have the conclusion or final episode already in my mind. Then I assess how I plan on getting there. But one of the most important things for me to do is to prepare a mission statement that will be the guiding principles of what is to come today, tomorrow, and forever. Kind of like our past, present, and future. So, here we go. You might want to write this down today. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you lose it, you will never get it back. The 86,400 seconds we all have. Mm. When I ended season six, if I only knew then what I know now, I closed with something that I've been very adamant about, and that is self-reflection. Taking the time not to think of the challenging times, but having a better understanding or grasp of the lessons that was being taught. Therefore, when I chose to uh, the process of writing a letter to the young Mark V. Smith was really a cleansing exercise for me that I chose to share with the world. What I didn't disclose was something else that was very important that didn't make sense until I embraced a forgiveness of myself. And, the, and for the decisions, the actions, and the choices that were made. And that was the very challenging task, honestly, for me to complete. See, the turning point in this was being able to do that. And when I was able to do it was one night in 2018 during a dream that I had that was very vivid. I am um, in the dream. I was in a restaurant sitting on the patio, listening to a jazz group playing the most amazing rendition of Kenny G's song, Do Me Right. A man who looked exactly like me sat right next to me. He lit a cigar and took a sip of his scotch. He introduced himself to me as Mark, gave me an envelope and left just as quick as he appeared. (laughs) As you can imagine, I was filled with intrigue So I opened the envelope and there was a letter that said, along the process, what is more important? What you acquire 
or who you become. Mm. Thinking that was the end, Tasha told me to turn it over and there was more written on the back. It said, a lot of people think what they acquire is the thing that makes them who they are. So, remember, it's who you become in the process of chasing what you acquire over time. Time. Teachable moments will initiate memories that become everlasting. <laughs> that is time. I hope you're ready for this new message today. So let's begin. I'm going to go with the T in time, which I lumped together and said teachable moments. <laughs> Although this was the start of my dream, I can't emphasize enough how vivid the events I'm going to share with you today were. Some people believe their dreams are a direct a premonition of the of future events. I believe that our dreams can be the release of stress or pressures <laughs> that we endure in the conscious state. What is consistent in my experience is that every event that I've encountered was truly a teachable moment. So, as I began to dissect the information that was written on the paper that apparently <laughs> I gave me, I began to consider what was more important to, to this point. In my life, was it what I acquired over the course of my life to that point? Or was it who I was to become? And, you know, and here is an, an even more um, noble consideration. What have I learned in this journey? Still, mind you, in a deep sleep and or while dreaming, I wait for a waiter to come to the table to order another drink. But as I or me came to the table to take my order, I was given a menu with all the specials for the next hour that were in the restaurant. So as I began to look at the specials, all of a sudden it turned into uh, uh, into a menu of words that read, you learn from the mistakes you make and the mistakes of other people. The truth is, you're not going to, to learn from the wins, only the losses. Hmm. But ask yourself, what was the teachable moments within your losses? I begin to process the days, the weeks, and the years prior in my life. Now, I'm not saying in this dream I was picking every event apart. I'm merely revisiting when teachable moments were presented and and uh, I perhaps missed perhaps missed something in that journey. But what was inter interesting was I could still see everyone in the restaurant. I could hear the music being played and I could see my past all in one instance, like being on a carousel. At a, in an amusement park, which was full of events. While circling around and around on that mental carousel, I recall passing a sign multiple times that read, there is no end to life's education. It's not enough that you obtain the information from reading a book or from successful passing an examination or from going through trials and tribulations and even finishing a degree. The sun of your whole life from the moment you are born 
to the moment that you die is a process of learning, gathering, and embracing information that is all tied to your teachable moments. You can you add this repeatedly over time, <laughs> which I did, watching myself go from past me thousands of times to attempt to understand what was really most important elements within my life. There was one thing that was becoming more and more evident in this experience. That is the happiest moments in life occur when you find the courage to let go of what you can't change. What else accompanies this is teachable moments <laughs> will initiate memories that become everlasting. I covered the T in time. Let me go to the I, which I said is initiate. As I was still trying to process what I was experiencing in this dream, I wanted to wake up. <laughs> then it hit me. The easiest thing to do in life is to react. The second thing is to respond. Most of us would agree. But the hardest thing is to initiate or embrace the concept and or the value of our time. Since I was not fighting to wake up from this dream, I slowly picked up right where I left off, except <laughs> it was a different era of time that I was experiencing. See, this time I was at a park with the same band playing a song by Dave Cos, Love Changes Everything. While sitting in a chair on the grass, a little boy was throwing a football with his friend. As they were tossing the ball back and forth, one of the throws went awry and the ball ended up right next to me. With a big, huge smile, the little boy ran over to get it and pulled another letter out of his front pocket and proclaimed, This is for you, Mr. Mark. It read, The world hates to change, yet to rise above today and embrace your future is to be willing to initiate the changes that you need to to bring process and progress. Wow. As you can imagine, I was stumbled, bewildered, and very confused. See, I'm wondering why suddenly I am having this type of dream. However, sometimes the subconscious knows what is needed to move us forward. And obviously, there was work in my soul that needed cleansing. For some reason, I could not take my eyes off the two young boys passing the ball back and forth, back and forth. It was a, at that point, I picked up my chair and moved it over to the area in which the kids were playing. As I began to sit down, an older gentleman asked me if he minded if him and his wife sat right by me and Tasha. And of course, why would I? I didn't mind. You see, I always remember and I always say the classroom of the world comes at the feet of our elders. So as the ladies, Tasha and his wife, began to initiate conversation about the beautiful weather, the older gentleman pulled out a cigar. He lit it and asked me if I knew who he was. <laughs> Looking at him multiple times, <laughs> it was me again, only a few years older. He grabbed a letter out of his briefcase in which he gave me 
along with his glasses from his face to read it. Then he instructed me, Son, read it aloud. It read, Initiate these tools in your life to be successful. Number one, I need you to don't remember a couple things. I need you to embrace a few things. First thing that you need to embrace is you don't get in life what you want. You get in life who you are. Second line is said, practice OQP. <laughs> Only quality people. Beware of something that you will learn over time, which is the difference between the circle versus your cage. And on the last line, it said develop communication skills. Because once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. Wow. Those are three things that truly live by. I'm going to fast forward and go to the M in time, which I said is memories. For some reason, that <laughs> that conversation really shook me up. And I opened my eyes to get a glass of water and to get out of bed and take a walk. What is the series of messages and dreams that, that I am to get from all of this? What was my past, my present, and my future trying to tell me? And more importantly, what is the application that I truly need to apply? See, there were a few things that truly were apparent. And that was the memories of who I am to become. See, through my life, I do subscribe to that of, of being more than you share what you've learned. See, the stronger that the information will become, definitely will, will bark and bark in your memory. Secondly, the moments that I have failed were not the end of my journey. And that is because within life, there will always be periods to recollect your thoughts, your ideas, your ambitions to change direction only with time. Well, after a brief stint of being awake, I was eager to, <laughs> to go back to sleep and have nothing else to see if I was able to pick up right where I left off. And guess what? About after 30 minutes, I was. And one could, as, <clears throat> one could imagine I was placed in a different setting again. My birthday. It wasn't just any birthday. It was my 21st birthday party. With about 50 people there in attendance. Some who have at this point have gone on to glory. The mood was festive with music, food, adult beverages, and everyone was having a good time. When suddenly a car pulled up and a gentleman in his 50s got out and walked over to me. <laughs> yes, it was I coming to have a conversation with me. See, funny thing, there was no exchange of words, just handing me of a birthday card and a smile. Anxious to see what was what was said, and more importantly, what was in the card, I went into another room where it was private and read it. It read, life is shorter, live it. Life is rare, grab it. Anger is bad, dump it. 
Fear is an awful face, but you got to face it. But memories are sweet, so cherish it. Wow, what an amazing dream. I'm going to go to the last letter in our new episode of time, which is the E, which is everlasting. Although (laughs) I truly wanted to stay in this dream for several more hours, the reality or uh, of daily obligations also comes with a reminder for most of us, right? Known as an alarm clock. So as I got up, headed downstairs to the gym, I closed my eyes in prayer and asked again for seeking additional information or messages or what I was supposed to take from the prior night's dreams. I recall helping Tasha get prepared for our workout and begin to tell her about the events in detail, event by event, and everything I just experienced. After I finished, she looked me in the eyes and said, you are to be ever evolving. Personal growth and self-improvement are everlasting quests and perpetual practice of peace, love, and forgiveness of yourself, and more importantly, Mark, gratitude for life. (laughs) And she was right. Definitely right on point. I needed that last hurdle to move into the next phase of my life in 2018. What I didn't say in the letter from me to me was that each of these letters I received in my dreams was all about forgiveness of myself that will occur with time. Teachable moments will initiate memories that become everlasting. So, just as it was shown to me, everlasting resolves is believing whatever you've done before, accept it and let it go. None of us are perfect. We all have made mistakes. Stop hiding in the shadows of the past. Don't be trapped in the darkness of shattered memories. Let the light pass through and shine upon you. See, because time allows you to forgive yourself. It's only the only way. For you to start again. Let me close with a, a, another short story. To get us out of here today. Once um, an old man. And a young man. Were sitting on the shore. Of a wild and stormy river. Master. The student asked. Why does time flow straight. But always ripples. Either slowing down to, com- to a complete stop. Or racing like a cow with a thistle under her tail. The teacher looked at the seething water and answered, You see, there are a few large stones in the river and a lot of small pebbles. Imagine that the river is your life. If you will only rejoice over the big occasions, like your wedding that will happen, or like a new baby that will happen, or a new business that you will start, Then you will cross your life in a few jumps, like jumping from one stone to another. Otherwise, if you will move in small places over the pebbles, taking joy in the small things, a sunny day, the beauty of autumn forest, a good conversation. Then later looking back at your life, you won't see 10 big stones, but lots of your own traces. And each of them will 
allow you to be able to remember with a happy smile. And you will see that the road that you have crossed (laughs) is much longer. Wow. But teacher, when I love or when I do the work that I like or when I have talked with friends and the time flies fast. But the time drags so long when I'm hurt, when I'm afraid and when I'm lonely. (laughs) The old man answered, you see, this is what I said. It should be when we are unhappy, when we don't live, but we only exist. So the time lies still in our wallets and only for our happiness will we pay the ringing coin of time that will still, still be in our wallet. Mm. Let me repeat my mission statement for this series. Time is free. But it's priceless. You can't own it. But you can use it. You can't keep it. But you can spend it. Once you lose it. You will never get the 86,400 seconds back. Wow. See over the next couple months. And throughout this series. I'm going to challenge all of us. Not only to look at how we spend it. But to embrace it. Every teachable moment will initiate memories that become everlasting. That's time. So many times in life, we're on the constant quest of fairness, what is right and what is wrong. But one thing we can't be disputed is that we are blessed to remain on the earth for an entire day. We have been awarded 86,400 seconds to make an impact to the world. So, my question to you is very simple. Is it someone you deeply care about? Or is it you? It doesn't matter their religion, their race, or even their sexual orientation. But someone is struggling today with the ability to gravel time. Understand that teachable moments will initiate memories of everlasting. Sometimes the meanings of a text become so impersonal. This message is personal. So call them. Don't text them. Let them know that forgiveness of themselves will always be filled with teachable moments. (laughs) And they will be everlasting. Remind them that sometimes the pain and confusion they are experiencing is something simple. It's growth. But you must always keep them lifted and have them believe that your why is truly greater than your situation. Which is part of your process. To my wife Tasha. To my mom. And Mama Sarah, I love each of you very, very much. And thank you again for your support. To our children and grandchildren, Poppy and Oma, I love you. And we will see you soon. 86,400 is a powerful, non-discriminatory, impactful number that is designed to bring a huge smile to everyone's face. Because we can, can control what we do and how we feel within. But remember this, though, change truly begins and ends within to ensure we embark on legacy changing actions in 2021 and beyond. I truly, truly hope you enjoyed the debut message of the process season seven. The choices we make during our daily 86,400. 
God bless you, and I will talk with you soon.